Good morning, good afternoon, a good evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are. I want to thank you for listening to The Dash with Matrilla. Guys, it has been a long time, but guess what? I still have some encouraging words for you, some inspiring words for you, and some words to actually just keep you going and uh, continue to build you up and remind you of who's you are. You are a child of God. And guess what? As long as you have Jesus Christ on your side and the Holy Spirit guiding you, you will be all right. So let's talk about who is talking about you, right? So let's talk about the conversation that is being held about you in the background, the conversation that's being held about you uh, at the throne room of God, the conversation that's being talked about, uh, that's being had about you behind your back. Let's talk about the conversation that is taking place about you in the spirit spirit realm. That's right. I said it in the spirit realm. That is, there is a conversation um, about you. Now, let me put it this way. Take a look at, uh, what is it? Uh, Luke chapter 22. When we look at Luke chapter 22, Luke specifically, Luke chapter 22 verses, um, I think 31, between 31 and 34. This is the conversation uh, at the last supper that Jesus is talking to Simon. He's talking to um, Simon who later becomes Peter. But this is the conversation where Peter, uh, right before Peter denies Christ and Christ tells him, uh, he literally foretells him about his denial. But here's the beauty, the, the beautiful part of it that I love and most people miss. In verse 31, Jesus tells Simon, he says, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has demanded to sift all of you like wheat. Now, stop right there. First of all, Jesus is letting them know that Satan has, he has uh, demanded, he's requested, he has asked God to sift them like wheat, basically to shake their faith, to test their faith. Even today, he's still doing the same thing. I told y'all this before. The devil don't have any new games. Everything he is doing, his, his, playbook is still the same. It's just dressed up in different clothes. That's all. But even today, he still has to get permission for what anything that belongs to the Lord, anything that is in the hands of God. Satan has to ask for permission to touch it, to provoke it, to poke it, to do anything. So let me tell you, if you if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and I don't say this to 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 make anybody feel, you know, like I'm trying to throw you under the bus. No, I'm trying to help you understand that you need Jesus Christ in your life. You need the Lord in your life. You need to accept him as your Lord and Savior, because guess what? That is your shield. That is your protection. That is what what uh, makes you an adopted child into the kingdom of God, meaning that you have the rights to everything that a Jewish person has that has accepted Christ. You have everything that the kingdom of God, everything that the kingdom of, kingdom of God has to offer. It is ultimately about Jesus Christ. So back to my point, <laughs> back to my point. 
Satan cannot do anything to you. He can't disrupt anything in your life. Anything pertaining to you, he cannot do anything until he has permission from the Lord. Just like in Job. In the book of Job, when you read chapter, the first chapter, I think it's in chapter one, the first chapter. Satan is Satan's in heaven and, and, and you know, God asked him, you know, what and I'm paraphrasing it, what what, what you doing? What you been up to? Where you been? And he said, I've been, you know, walking the earth to and fro, you know, just just roaming around trying to find somebody that I can, you know, poke and mess with in the whole nine. And God himself asked Satan, he says, Have you considered my servant Job? And Satan tells God, he says, No, because you got a hedge of a protection around him. I can't do anything to him because you got him well protected. But if you take that protection off around him, I'll show you that he will turn his back on you. That's the same thing God is saying about some of you. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. That's the same thing Satan is saying to God about some of you. He's saying, I want us. I want to. I want to disrupt their life in such a way. I want to touch, you know, their life in a way to see just how faithful they really are. I want to show you that they're not faithful. I want to show you that they will cuss you out. That they will turn their back on you if I hit them hard enough. But let me tell you, anytime, and I shared this with you because I want you to look at your life like this. Anytime there's trouble what we deem trouble, what we think is trouble, what looks like trouble. Anytime it looks like there's trouble taking place in your life, may it be an attack on your finances, may it be an attack on your marriage, attack on your children, attack on your health, an attack on your friendship, your, your just your overall relationships. Guess what? Be reminded of this, this particular moment right here that we're talking about. Be reminded that nothing happens in your life, good or bad, unless God allows it to. But I want to say this also. There are two ways that the enemy, Satan, can come and disrupt your life, bother your finances, screw with your marriage, play with your mind, any of those things. There are two ways that he gets permission to do that. One he can get permission from God Two, he can get permission from you. So that's why it's important that we are careful of our conversation, the things that we say about ourselves, the things that we say about our families, about our marriages, about our finances, about our business, about our workplace. Be conscious minded about things that we say, even and it, and it sounds so um childish or so minute and not so important. So how about we change the way we conversate about ourselves, right? Instead of just, you know, maybe you're feeling bad. Instead of every time somebody asks you how you're doing, you tell them the whole story of how bad you feel and how you feel like you're not doing good and you don't know if you're going to make it. Just, just, just give the answer of all is well. God is working it out. Because he is, he loves you so much that he will not let you ultimately be destroyed. But you got to be on the same page with him. You've got to be on the same page with the Lord that says, I trust and I believe that all is well in your hands and everything pertaining to me is safe in your hands. And when they, let me tell you, when the devil start hearing you talk like that, 
he gets, you know, he, he, you throw a monkey wrench in his game. You, you disrupt some things. But then he steps back and he takes a look and he says, how long, how long, how long will you be able to withstand the blows that I'm going to throw your way? Are you capable of maintaining that same faithful drive? Somebody might be saying, I don't know if I could. Let me encourage you when you have those days and have those moments that you just want to give up, that you feel like all hell is breaking loose and there is nothing that can save you or that, you know, your marriage is crumbling and there's nothing you can do about it. Baby, let me tell you, go into your closet and not your physical closet, because if you don't have a physical closet at that moment, go in your inner closet, in your heart and begin to talk to the Lord, begin to pour your heart out to him. Jeremiah 33 and three says, call to me and I will answer you. He will answer you. Now, just because you don't see a manifestation of the, the answer right away, think about David. I mean, I mean think about um, Daniel. When Daniel said the prayer over in the book of Daniel, Daniel said the prayer and the, and the angel, by the time the angel got there to give, give the answer to Daniel, to, to give him the resolution, the angel said, I, when you said the prayer, man, and I'm paraphrasing, he said, man, the, the answer was already there. The answer, I was bringing the answer, but we got held up in the spirit realm. We had to fight Satan and his minions so that I can get the answer to you. But the answer was already there. But here is the beauty of it. David did not give up. David did not waver in his faith. David, David, I'm not David. I'm stuck on David. Daniel, Daniel did not waver in his faith and Daniel didn't say, I guess God forgot about me, or I guess he's not going to answer me, or I guess, you know, I didn't drink enough water today, or I guess I didn't pray enough. No, Daniel didn't lose faith. Daniel, let me tell you, Daniel kept on with just what he was doing. And I just believe the Bible doesn't tell us this, but I just believe in Daniel's heart. Daniel kept saying, I know that you're going to answer me. You have not failed me yet. I know that you're going to bring an answer because you have brought me this far and you have been with me since I've been in Babylon. I know that you are the one true God and that all things have to answer to you. All things come under your subjection whenever you wanted to. So I know you are going to deliver the solution. You're going to resolve this issue for me. And that's the same way we have to look at our lives. We have to look at our lives from the perspective of knowing that when we pray, God hears our prayer. So we can't talk against the prayer. Because guess what? Somebody is talking about you in the background. Somebody is talking about you in the spirit realm. Now, just like there are God has angels, the devil has his little angel, his little um, demonic angels, his little minions and things like that. They are having a conversation about you on the regular. How can we destroy them? How can we make them change their mind about their faith? How can we make them not trust God? How can we make them think that God has left them and he has forsaken them? Let me tell you, anytime you start to feel like that, you have to ask for the strength of the Lord. And then you have to remember that the joy of the Lord, let me tell you, the joy of the Lord can be your strength. God gets happy when we trust in him. He gets happy when we believe and know that he will answer us and he will provide. Oh, let me tell you. 
This road can be a tough road, but it doesn't have to be. We can look at our lives and think that there's no way out. There's no way we can make it. But let me tell you, I'm living proof. (laughs) I am living proof. And you probably live in proof too. You just hadn't told anybody. But I am living proof that God will answer you and he will put that devil under his foot, under your foot. And you will be happier. You will have more peace. You will have an opportunity to have relationship with people that you never thought you'd have relationships with. And guess what? It'll be all because God loved you and there was a conversation going on about you. Hey, that's my spiel for today. You guys know what I say. Never give up on your life. Never give up on your dreams and never give up on God. And you better know the victory. It still belongs to Jesus. That is what makes you victorious. Y'all better have a great day.